Back on one-on-one, Mike Calamari here with Lou Orlando. And now we welcome Emmanuel Babari to the show, three-time winner of the Marty Glickman Award, former student sports manager at WFUV. He's now doing shows on WFAN, as well as broadcasting for Siena men's basketball this season. E-Man, so happy you can join us. Guys, thanks for having me. It's an honor to be back on FUV. I want to get right into it. You know, you've done a lot of hosting one-on-one during your time at Fordham. But I want to, you know, talk about your uh, experience at the Fantasy or hosting shows at WFAN. Yeah, it's been awesome. It's been an amazing opportunity and something I've cherished. I grew up listening to the fan, admiring a lot of the hosts on that station. And it's been a challenge that I've kind of been able to cultivate uh, four hours, five hours of radio and just find different ways to engage an audience and figure out exactly who I am as a host and also try to uh, give the listener something that can entertain them, but also uh, something where uh, they don't want to boot me out quickly there so I can keep doing shows there. Um, so it's, it's been an awesome experience. And I think FUV was, was amazing in the sense that it, it prepared me in a lot of ways through one-on-one and through avenues like that to, to find my voice in ways that maybe have made this transition a little bit easier. Yeah. You've been working in some capacities as an intern uh, since 2018 at WFAN. You know, how did that experience long-term help you as to where you are now hosting, producing shows there? Absolutely. I think it was so informative. I learned a little bit of everything. I was exposed to just the culture and the environment there, which was amazing as someone coming off my freshman year at Fordham. And then that turned into part-time work while I was at Fordham, board hopping, producing, uh, taking holiday shifts. Sometimes there would be a Fordham game on a Tuesday night and they would need coverage for an overnight producing shift. And since I was at Fordham, one of the perks was the proximity uh, to New York City. So I would just hop on Metro North, uh, go downtown, work that shift. And even if it meant sacrificing a couple of hours sleep the next day, it was such an awesome opportunity and something I, I wouldn't replace for the world. So that kind of put me on the path towards uh, just being part of something at FAN. And then when they were looking to try out a few new voices this year, uh, getting that opportunity to host after the summer. And then thankfully it's led to a few more shows, but I think you're right. Uh, back in 2018, after the internship, after learning a little bit of everything, them giving me that opportunity to come on part-time uh, is a big reason why I'm doing what I'm doing today. Emmanuel, you are the voice of the Seattle men's basketball team. Uh, it is a very interesting Mac this year with Iona being 6-0. They just upset number 10 Alabama. So a lot to watch out for in that conference. But, you know, how's this team looking this year and how will they square up against the rest of the conference? It's interesting because it's almost like a blank canvas they had, whether it be through graduation or through the transfer portal, their, their key guys from last year are gone. So it's, it's a new team. They have new key guys coming from different schools, but there was a nugget of info that basically the last time they played at the times union center uh, in Albany, the only guy who was dressed for that game that's currently on the team was uh, Rob Mahala, who was a walk-on and is a senior now with the team. So they have a lot of guys who haven't necessarily been through the 
the Mac wars per se, but they're making progress and also scheduling a tough out of conference. So they get to the point where once the Mac comes about, they've kind of been through a few wars, even though it's a, it's a younger team and a team that's kind of still meshing together. Yeah. Sienna's basketball team here really led by, by two guys, Colby Rogers, Jackson Stormo, both performing really well, but then it looks like a little bit of a statistic drop off with the rest of the team. As this season progressive, can they find more production from supporting pieces? Who could that potentially come from? Definitely. And I think a big spark plug a couple of games ago against Georgetown was the addition of Andrew Playtech, North Carolina transfer, local guy from the Albany region. And he was looking for another opportunity to continue his basketball career. Got it with Sienna, got the waiver from the NCAA, which they've been seeking for a little bit of time now. And kind of gave them a little bit of a veteran lift, a veteran. I think we might have lost connection for now. You know, some really great insight into that Siena's men's basketball. I know we're working on trying to get him back, but it's really interesting, the college basketball landscape, when you think about, you know, Siena and what the MAC is going to be this year with how good Iona's been. And, you know, you think about Florida men's basketball in the A-10, you know, the conferences are really interesting this year, how they're shaking out. We're waiting to hear back from Emmanuel, but you know, college basketball is definitely interesting, you know, to look at, just the landscape of teams upsetting others. The A-10's really all over the place, Dane being Kentucky, so just a lot going on there. Right. You mentioned Iona. Iona beat Bama. That's the number number 10 ranked college basketball team in the nation, right? So Iona's doing some really cool things right now, so they can make a chance to have a chance at the NCAA tournament, so absolutely. I was just told that Emmanuel is back with us. Eman, can you hear us? Got me, guys. Yes. Sir. Gotcha, gotcha. Good to have you back. Yeah, we we're just talking awesome. about you know college basketball and how unpredictable it's been this year. And you know we're talking about the MAG, you know the upset Iona over Alabama. You're also talking about the A10. How you know that's really been kind of all over the place. And I think that's a good you know transition point you know to Fordham men's basketball, which you know you've called so many games while you were here. And I just wanted to get your thoughts on this new generation of men's hoops at Rose Hill, you know, with Kyle Neptune at the helm. What have you seen from this team this year? And, you know, what are just your overall thoughts, you know, on this, you know, new uh, uh, generation of men's hoops? It's been awesome, guys, to watch from afar what has happened so immediately with Fordham. You have a new kind of culture of guys, a few guys who have been there for a couple of years who are now gelling so well with the new additions. And it's kind of a process. They're building something up and there's been a lot of early success and there have also been trials and tribulations. So it's cool to see so many positives so early and the team bouncing back from a couple of losses as well, because you know, it's going to be a process for Kyle Neptune and company to get to where they want to be, but there's so much to be optimistic about already with what you've seen. And it seems like a resilient group and a group that, by the Kyle Neptune MO kind of fears none. They they want to be on the floor. They want to compete with anybody. And I think that's the type of culture that's going to let them thrive moving forward. Just to follow up, you know, looking at this Fordham men's basketball team and maybe just the A-10 as a whole, and you can even, you know, take this as college basketball whole, you know, we've seen a lot of updates so far, you know, do you think there's rooms for, you know, Siena or a team like, you know, Fordham to maybe steal a game in their conference tournaments? Absolutely. I, I think there are a lot of these teams that, Come March, if you're clicking at the right time, there's always an avenue for you to advance a couple of rounds in the 
conference tournament, make some noise. We see teams all around the country, for instance, like Georgetown last year is what, an eight or nine seed in the Big East tournament. Of course, that's not necessarily a mid-major uh, level per se, but they run the table in the conference tournament. They got hot at the right time. They went to the NCAA tournament, even though no one would call them, let's say, the perennial Big East favorite or the creme de la creme in that conference. So I think especially at the A-10 level, at the MAC level, you see it all the time where teams can, can go on a little bit of a Cinderella run. And even if it's not a Cinderella run, a lot of these teams can compete with anybody. Beyond like the top three or four, those middle-tier teams always give the either upper echelon teams or the other middle-tier teams a run for their money. So come conference tournament time, that wouldn't shock me at all for sure. Yeah, local college basketball in New York has really kind of seen an uptick in, in you know, the past couple of years. We saw Rutgers in the NCAA tournament uh, pretty recently, and now Fordham on the rise with Kyle Neptune, Iona doing very well, St. John's always, I, I know a lot of St. John's fans, but St. John's off to a hot start. How do you feel in terms confidence-wise of what we're seeing from New York basketball and potentially what some of these teams could do? I think it's awesome. I, I also think it speaks to the level of local talent that's being brought in here and the kind of pipeline in the tri-state area. You see it so often with a lot of the, the neighboring A-10 schools. You look at Bonaventure the last few years. Now they're a top 25 team. They would come to Rose Hill with, with New Jersey natives, focal points of their team. That's something that Kyle Neptune in taking over Fordham and now having it in this positive direction it is trying to tap into because there is a lot of talent in the local area. And if you can cultivate it and you can keep it in the area, as opposed to letting it go across the country, there is an avenue for those players to reach their ceiling right here in New York, in New Jersey and Connecticut, as opposed to uh, middle of the country or West coast. So I think, I think that's the promising thing you're seeing uh, in New York basketball. Emmanuel, I want to ask you one more question before we let you go. We asked Matt Murphy earlier in the show, you know, what, you know, his favorite memory was at WFV. So I want to bring it back, you know, to the station and to Fordham University. Is there a favorite moment you might have at station, whether it be calling a game or, you know, hosting a show? You know, you know, what's your favorite WFV moment, if you had to say? Yeah, there, there, there are a lot of them, and I'm sure you guys can attest to. It's so awesome to see you guys kind of picking up the mantle and what the department's doing this year. It, it's just a lot of pride for the alumni, and you'll feel it in a couple of years as well, even your first year out as as soon as that uh but uh, there were so many moments to point to and so many experiences that in the moment you try not to take for granted because they were so amazing and you couldn't believe you were doing them as a college student but if I had to pinpoint one my my favorite experience in general like broad scope was 2019 getting to cover the Yankees as a full season beat reporter because I'm a lifelong Yankee fan and just having the opportunity at that age to conduct myself in a manner that that would kind of keep me in that environment and be around the team I've grown up rooting for and loving and in the ballpark I've grown up going to that was just surreal it was unbelievable and then to answer your question on a more specific note I think that ALCS against the Astros in 2019 although it didn't go in the Yankees direction being on the field after games going into the clubhouse in the postseason uh, getting to spend time around Bobby, uh, our sports director, or, or, or Jackson Heil, Dom Capone, guys that I went to school with and kind of rose through FUV with, and, and sharing that with them 
was so awesome. My favorite part of FUV, I would say, was the hands-on experience in calling games. But my favorite anecdotal personal experience was getting to do something that any college student wouldn't even imagine in their wildest dreams. And that was getting exposed to Yankee Stadium, Yankees Clubhouse, postseason baseball in the Bronx as a professional beat reporter while I was still in school and sharing that with the people that I forged lifelong friendships with at FUV. That was just priceless. Emmanuel Babari, voice of Siena Men's Basketball. You can catch him on WFAN tonight from 2 a.m. to 6 a.m. Be sure to also follow him on Twitter at Bibari on air. Eman, thanks so much for joining us. Guys, appreciate you having me. Sorry for the brief uh, misconnection there, but I'm glad we were able to chat and uh, keep killing it.